Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to Talk and Tea. I hope you guys are having an amazing Thursday. And I hope you guys liked my jingle. It's brand new. It's a brand new Talk and Tea jingle. So I hope you're feeling it. It's going to be at the start of every single show. So yes, I am back today with a brand new episode of Talk and Tea. And as you know, every single week I am bringing guests upon guests upon guests to this show. So today, I'm very, very excited because I have an amazing, amazing artist. He is so dope and I'm so excited for you to hear his music. And his name is Simon A. Hello. Welcome. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Yeah. Doing very well. I feel like we're over the hump of the week, right? We're going towards the weekend. Yeah, we're heading heading towards relaxation, necessary, getting getting over the week very hectic week yeah just been about yeah, you've been busy just been about just been i've realized recently that i've just been i've literally like i'm living life like <laughs> i'm really living. just out here like doing things just busy every day just doing things <sighs> that's good though i know yeah no it's really good it's really good you're living life you're doing stuff keeping yourself busy got to okay, you got to good. so i'm so excited to have you on the show i appreciate you having me i really think you are an incredible artist no, thank you. And I don't say that about anyone. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, it's kind of high praise coming from me. Like, really. <laughs> I appreciate it. But okay, so for people who don't know you as an artist, so your artist name is Simon A. Mm-hmm. Who is Simon A? How would you describe yourself as a musician? Oh, it's always the it's that job interview question. It's, it's a yep. tough one. It's okay. So where so, did you begin? Yeah, this gap in your resume. Yeah, what oh, happened? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what can I say? Uh, I've I um, you know born and raised in Walthamstow, East London. Oh, East. Represent. East. Here on East, I have to represent every single time. Represent. I see a lot of slander on Twitter. I'm not about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not about it. But um, yeah, born and raised East London, Walthamstow. Um, I've, I mean, yeah, I mean, I come from a really artistic family, mm-hmm. so um, I've always kind of been in the arts. Um, I used to draw quite a bit, um, and like my brother is an architect we study architecture my sister's a fashion designer um doing all this stuff so um it was kind of down to me to find a new like artistic lane Mm. um and then i kind of um stumbled upon music kind of just like not really by chance i never really studied it or anything like that but um i kind of just came to a, a an appreciation of music um realizing that I, I might be able to like kind of do it a little bit mm-hmm. um so i mean do you want like a kind of origin story i could give you a little uh, the origin okay I like give, that. Me little, give, me, give me the origin i give you a little origin story <laughs> so well, basically back in the day i always used to make like um birthday raps for my really? brother you were that guy you know, i was i was, mom that, was like can you perform? For it's the not. Well, I used to record them. There's oh. not even performance, but it was mainly because I didn't have enough money to buy an actual present. Okay. So I was just like, mm, you can take this Dude, rap. I'm literally just rapping. You can take like, this rap, and it's that. you know what I mean. So you, it started out as kind of like parodies of um, other songs, like I did, um, you know. Um, Kanye West and Jay-Z like songs and then just replace the lyrics like it's your birthday blah just like really cringy and mm. stuff and it's fun um, but it really got me in the swing of like working in like um, music programs and recording things and like figuring out different things to this and then I started making um, birthday songs for my friend as well um, and they were they were really getting more and more elaborate mm. like I would really I would really go ham with the production before I wasn't producing then I figured out um, like Ableton 
and then now and then I started like actually producing the instrumentals myself and then going like really hard with it um and then at one point I was um I was at a Kendrick Lamar concert um in 2018 and then I broke my leg at the concert at the concert oh, in the middle damn. of it was how did you break your leg he, okay so he was doing levitate and then yeah. I didn't levitate I landed on my foot like really crunched it to the oh. side and I felt it like ascend through my whole body um and then so then basically I was out of commission for two months and um two months later I was out of commission for way longer than that but two months later there was an Anderson Pack concert like a free one do you remember that no Man. I mean when was this though because this was, I was this probably was, not even in London oh okay this was 2018 so it was okay. I remember it but it was like an Apple Music thing and free concert free. Yeah, yeah it was free I didn't get tickets but my friend got tickets the friend who made who I make the birthday rose for mm. so we were there and we basically used my my broken leg to get to the front of the queue because we showed up late and <laughs> then were, like, um, hobbling along yeah well like... I was I was ready I looked at the queue and I was like oh that's a long queue and my friend was just like follow my lead and then he walked up to the guy at the front and he was like my friend he can't walk look Look at him and I was like uh, yeah yeah I can't walk me too and he was like come with us come with us and then he just skipped we skipped the queue and got to the front wow um so basically while we were at the front there was this song playing in the background and I said to my friend I think I can like remake this I think I can like redo this in Ableton or something like that and he just looked at me and he was just like you know I think you should take this music thing quite seriously and I was like hmm well, okay. I mean, I suppose. And then four months later, I dropped my first EP. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when did you drop your first EP? How long that was that was, was in that was twenty eighteen. Okay. That was Ju- July twenty eighteen. Oh wow! Um, so you went straight to like EP. You went yeah, no, what? Like, yeah, because I was like drop singles like. I wasn't. Yeah, I was just like I'm. I the thing is, I'm more of a project kind of person because I I appreciate albums a lot more than mm-hmm. like just individual songs. I like listening listening to individual songs, but I really rate artists that can like gather an album and curate a kind of like holistic experience in like mm. a whole project. Something you know, people like Kendrick Lamar or The Weeknd or things like that, and um, people like that that can really like put together a body of work with multiple songs that tie together yeah um i really appreciate that so i kind of went down that route like immediately mm. rather than doing individual songs because um my songs were like really strange and they were like really strange they were Wait, like how how strange how well, strange I, could, we talk? I mean on one of them on the on that ep um there was like really really like deep philosophical references to uh like franz kafka um, the Metamorphosis book where the guy woke up as a bug. Yeah, it was intense. Wow. It was like, it was it was like, I was really <laughs> making it like like I was Kendrick Lamar, like people are going to dissect that. And I was just like really no, going that's a, ham. I think that's good. I feel like you shouldn't limit yourself. You shouldn't be like, oh, I'm a new artist, so I'm just going to do like whatever. Like you should really be like, just go all Oh, in. no, yeah. I, I, I had to, well, the thing is because I was like, I like those topics. I, I, I haven't really lost that sense of being a little bit strange, but um, it just, I just started to, as I continue working on the music and things like that, I started to come to a kind of um, compromise or realisation that obviously I'm making music and I like making music, but I'm also making music for the people that want to listen. So there has to be some sort of a compromise whereby I make the music that I want to make, but also what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. And it's just a combination and just finding that balance um, that's what essentially I was working towards. I didn't really have that at the beginning. At the start, I was just like, I'm just doing me. Yeah. Just make it weird as hell, doing voices and like <laughs> d- a weird auto-tune at different points and like really strange topics and things like that. Um, 
and then it just kind of I kind of flowed more into a, a little bit more of a um, kind of like an accessible route, not fully accessible because I, I I'm not about to make pop music or nothing like that, but um, just kind of finding the balance between being accessible and then being um, an individual, I guess. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? I really like that. So you literally just thought, I'm just going to do me and then just... Yeah, I was just like, know. yeah, my friend was just like, do music. And I was like, okay. And then I just jumped right into it. And here you are. You know? And here you are. So 2018, that was your first EP. Mm-hmm. What was your first like thing you actually... Like your first song that you kind of released? Um... Other than the EP, the first song I released was this, um, like a single, was this song called Cycles. Um, and it was, again, quite strange. It was kind of trip-hoppy. Mm-hmm. It was a bit like, um, that was when I like, because I never used to sing before. Really? Um, Were you rapping? I was a rap. I used okay. to rap a lot. And then I kind of like got a little bit more into my singing bag. Um, so that was like my first kind of straight, sung song a little bit I can't believe you started off as a rapper because your voice is <laughs> sick like obviously we're gonna we're gonna play your music so everyone's <laughs> gonna be able to hear but your voice honestly is so sick it's one of those ones where like I listen to it and I'm just like oh, I can really like feel what he's saying <laughs> like through his voice I, well the I thing mean? is I, I'm really I'm quite inspired by um, female singers actually like um, Solange Scissor mm, Janae okay. I feel like I don't know I'm not gonna lie to you I feel like the female singers are actually like killing. they're low key killing it like they're low key better yeah. they're low key a little bit better like I have to rate I mean I would maybe agree I would like I'm maybe I guess like, I guess I guess so like I mean I suppose I mean the male singers are doing their thing but Females all the way. There's, you know, females 100%. I mean, there's no, you know, Joe's not here anymore. Or, you know I mean? Like, Usher. I mean, he's here. He's here. He just did a <laughs> concert. Dead. He's here. No, but like, where's the next Joe? Like, yeah. they don't really make music like that anymore. They so. really don't. And so. I feel like you have to kind of sift through to really find those real male singers. The real vocalists yeah, the that real, are like... The real vocalists. <laughs> like, Especially in the UK. I facts. feel like there's such a limit of like... UK R and B is crazy yeah. underrated. Like I've really, had so really... many um, kind of guests on this show that um, that I feel like I just want to highlight because there's hardly any kind of female and male like black R and B singers that are really getting like the push that they need, like mm. getting mainstream success. I know. I feel like it's been such a long time since we've had like a big kind of R and B artist. Yeah, I in the UK, I don't even know. Honestly, I feel like the genre is it's kind of like been like pushed aside or set aside for like more like mainstream kind of, you know, drill Afrobeats, things like mm. that. UK music, the music, UK music scene is very like concentrated on a select few genres yeah. as opposed to like allowing many other genres to flourish. Mm-hmm. Um in America it's a little bit different you can obviously there's way more people over there but like there's so many more genres and like um, groups mm. the sub-genres and things like that and just areas where different artists can flourish within that one group and then once they reach the top of that the next step would obviously be to break into like more mainstream success you see it all the time random you know not to say random but like people from different genres can achieve success over there it's just yeah. um, it's just different yeah UK R&B is just a little bit it's sad man I don't even know lacking. how because how it can get better because I feel like there's people that do listen to R&B here but it's just like they'll they really to go American. to the American yeah. yeah and they just gravitate towards that and I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know what it will I take I don't know what it is I feel like here it's all just about you know 
grime, drill, everything else. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm just over that. I haven't got time for it. Yeah, it's it's really like a a kind of like a like you have to be in the mood to listen to like a drill mm. song. I'm not obviously I like drill, like but not I'm not gonna. Oh, okay. When I'm walking down the street, I'm not gonna be listening to like unknown T. <laughs> I want to be. I mean, yeah. It really depends on where I'm at or what I'm mm. doing. But I love that you're really like pushing. You know. Male R and B in the UK. Yeah, you gotta gotta sing a little bit. You gotta you know sing I mean? a little bit. You gotta sing a little okay. bit. Okay. So you have a new song out, it's called Fine Peace Anytime. Mm-hmm. This song is sick, by the way. <laughs> so it dropped yesterday, right? Yes. Okay. So tell me a bit about the song. What is it about? Well, the song is um as I said, I'm I am kind of like a a big project kind of guy. So this song kinda of ties into like a bigger project um that's kind of about um a journey from like feeling a little bit lost to um finding peace essentially um with who you are um where you're at and where you might be in the mm. future um you might think at some point that you would want to change things about your life um that you might have done things differently or the what ifs or things like that or experience fomo um so i think it's important to kind of every once in a while sit down assess your life and think you know what I'm actually quite calm I'm doing all right um and that sit down is essentially what this song is it's like that sit down with yourself um because it's framed as if the narrator is speaking to another person but they're actually speaking to themselves um and it's essentially yeah literally just about um come to terms with being fine with your life and mm. um just being better off having figured out finding that peace finding peace anytime anytime anytime, <laughs> anytime honestly no limits okay and how would you describe it kind of like genre eyes well yes okay well it's one of them ones where it's hard to describe it's, it's a mixture it's, it is a bit of a mixture it's kind of like an indie r&b uh soul kind of vibe um a bit of like I give I mean I could give some artist inspiration okay, yeah. um, it's got a little bit of like um, Mac DeMarco in there um, maybe a little bit of kind of Tame Impala um, obviously all the soul vocalists that you can imagine um, and a little bit of kind of I would say Scissor I guess um, Love a bit scissor, but yeah, it's just a, it's just a more of a it's just a vibey track, like mm. kind of a almost kind of like neo futurist. I don't even know how to describe it. Neo futuristic, you know what I mean? Okay, like, well you've described it. It's neo futurist, <laughs> neo futuristic, like neo soul futuristic. Yeah, vibe. yeah, yeah. Just a vibey track, just wavy track, <laughs> just a vibey track. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna play Simon A's brand new song. Introduce it. You gotta introduce it yourself. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, here up next is my new my new song. Find peace anytime. That's where I swore you'll never find peace anytime That's where I swore you'll never find peace anytime 
cinema for something nice. That's where I swore you'll never find peace anytime. That's where I swore you'll never find peace anytime. That's where I swore down. That was Fine Peace Anytime by Simon A. Mm. That was vibey. Mm. I mean, the song really is just full vibes. Yes, uh, I really like focused on making it sound a bit more wavy and different. It, it literally just sounds like when you think of a song that's like wavy. Yeah. That is like the sort of song yeah. I would think of. That's I just feel thing. like I'm just on a cloud, just like mm. vibing. It does. I, I, I do kind of <laughs> lean more towards kind of like dreamy aesthetics mm. in the kind of music that I make. No, I really um, love that. Yeah. So you also are a producer. Yes, yeah. You produce all your own music, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. when did you start producing? Before I started singing and rapping that was the first that was the initial because i spark. i yeah because i used to 
I like working in programs. I've always been working in programs like um, learned Photoshop by myself at like 12, age 12, 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was more, um, as soon as I found out about Ableton, it was more like exploring Ableton as opposed to like recording because not only did I not have a good microphone, but I also didn't have like the space to record or anything like that. So it was more just experimenting in Ableton and things like that. And I used to study, I studied film. Okay. So... I would like score my films, you know what I mean? So that was the first, the first thing I ever actually, my my own thing I ever made in Ableton was like a film score that I made. Um, and it was really like kind of um, an interesting foray into music production. And that's what kind of led it into, then I started focusing on actually making real songs. That's when I started recording and things like that. Mm. So have you ever worked with other, you li- or have just done your own thing? Um, From the beginning, yeah, no, I've not, I haven't worked with other producers. I've um, mm. have worked with other artists before, okay. um, just kind of like um, collaborating on a like like vocally on other on other songs and things like that. But mm. no, I've never hopped on anyone else's production. I think that's so sick, though, the fact that you can really be like, I am a complete self-made artist. <laughs> I do everything myself. I make the beats, mm. I sing, I rap, like, I do it all. Yeah. There's so many people out there that literally they're just, like, products. And it's like they're mm. doing everything that's kind of given to them, the fact that you... I think especially producing, mm. to me, producing is so hard Man. i mean i have no experience in it but i just look at people that can produce six songs like i take my hat off to you it's it do you know what it is easy everyone's got their process do you know what i mean so i would i wouldn't say my process is like um the the quickest like mm. i do kind of take quite long to make a song more so because um i like to let the song sit and then let ideas come about it come naturally as like um because when when I when I produce, I don't really I don't like sitting down at the computer and going, I'm gonna make something now. Like I'd rather have an idea and then go and do it, um, okay. and let basically let inspiration strike mm. as it strikes, as opposed to like trying to find inspiration and things like that. Because um, I just it just comes as a more natural vibe to me to just sit down with already something in my in mind mm-hmm. and go, bat, let's make it happen. Boop, like you know what I mean. Mm. Um, How so, long do you think it really takes you to like make a song or does it vary it it, it can vary mm-hmm. this one i started making in january um and i was done with it by march ish okay so two months on that one song um, how often would you work on it oh not that often mm-hmm. like um like it wasn't an everyday thing yeah it was literally i had i would have a bit and then i would essentially work on it to a very every time i sat down i'd work on it to a very very deep extent and then leave it and then come back to it. And basically, I think I got done with it in maybe like three or four sessions, okay. pretty much. That's not a lot, but those were like deep. You're like, But I was literally like yeah. six hours straight, just like, yeah. I'm literally listening to this thinking, just, what does it need, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? That's a long, that's a long time. Well, when you like it, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it, it flies by. Thing, yeah. Do you have a setup? Is it like it just in your house and you just do it? Yeah, there? just in my house. I've got a keyboard there. I've got. Which is so crazy. Like, honestly, nowadays, you can just do anything. Literally. In man. your bedroom. That's why you I rate. You're paying these people for studio time. Honestly. Don't. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's why I rate just, I don't know, this time of being an artist, like, in this kind of era mm. where everyone can just, you could just buy a microphone on Amazon, buy a. Uh, bloody yeah. what's it called um, audio interface plug it into your laptop 
download random yeah. fruity loops and you'll just you can make a song yeah. now and you, you can be I mean? an actual artist and you can actually be an yeah. artist that can I put really things like on that. spotify straight away mm. you know not got a pass through no labels or anything like that you can just do it all yourself what do you think is like the quickest time it's taking you to finish like a whole song oh um i think i've maybe done a a song in maybe like two days um, from like start to finish like the whole yeah thing. from kind of wow. from kind of like I think I'm like it starts from like me thinking mm, I kind of feel like something's going on in my head right now like I'm hearing a beat or like a like a chord progression let me just put that down from there until like actually finishing the song that that one was about two days okay. and I remember it and that song boy that song is good <laughs> whenever that one comes out I'm excited about that oh one. you haven't dropped it yet I haven't dropped it yet I haven't okay. dropped it yet but that yeah that one is mm, yeah, it, I would say it's crazy. Is, Two days. Yeah, that one I was. That one I was really like, because I was thinking that one I was thinking, I'm just going to make the simplest possible song I can because I like to get really elaborate with my tracks. As you, I guess you've heard, mm. um, I like to kind of put a lot of elements in there, do some kind of interesting vocal melodies and things like that. This one I was just like, I'm just going to keep it straight, simple. normal, simple. And you think um, it's one of like the best songs that you've? I think made? I think it's the most accessible song. Okay. I've ever made so I think it would be the most enjoyable one I guess for people to listen mm. to um, so I'm excited for when that one comes out well when it comes you let know. me know I don't know you we know. gonna play it we gonna know. play it but know. you've been making a lot of music I feel like there's some artists that you know it takes them a while to put out stuff but I feel like you're mm. an artist who's maybe when you started like you've just been putting out stuff like yeah honestly consistently. Uh, yeah I don't really like I'm just kind of like I want something I want to drop something I don't really like because the thing is that my mentality is kind of like um <laughs> there's no real pressure right now because it's mm. I'm still quite like low-key no one's really like I haven't really got any big eyes on me right now so I don't really feel any pressure to drop anything um you know too groundbreaking or anything like that like I'm not Kendrick Lamar no one's waiting too too much there are I some mean, people there yeah, are some people there are some people there are some people but it's not like it's not it's not enough to make me go whoa i gotta like bro i'm thinking too much yeah. like i'm just kind of like really easy going with when i with my release schedule i'm just like oh, i guess i can drop this song in like three months but so. i feel like that is a really good place to be yeah to be in that point where you're just like i can just do what i want and just put out music when i want no stress Honestly. no labels who are literally like when's the song yeah like, facts breathing down your neck it's true and i think that's i think it's important i guess that i have that now because then that kind of just basically sets the sets me up for essentially what will be the rest of my career just having that same mentality yeah because i guess it's what people would expect from me um so I'm secure in myself knowing, hey man, if I want to drop in three months, I might do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or if I want to wait for this one, I might also do that. Yeah. Um, and then no one's on my back. So I'm comfortable with that. Just letting thing. it go. You know Are you I mean? completely independent? You haven't got like management? You're not signed? No, no, not, not signed. No management or anything like that. Independent artists. Like it's just it. me and the uh, the Instagram sponsorships. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, we kind of talked about this but, um, a little bit earlier mm -hmm. um, when we weren't recording, but... So do you think that you ever want to be signed? I, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it as long as the deal is like, you know, like not shady or anything like that. Because I do hear a little bit about, I've, I've heard a little bit of the horror stories. Yeah. People going, you know what I mean, signed a 360 deal. There's a deal. lot of horror stories and there's a lot of shady people out there. The music Sh business is just... I know. 
that's what I, that's what I'm not excited for. Is mm-hmm. like actually getting into the music music business. Yeah, oh my God. and it kind of is. It's hard because obviously to get to a certain level of success, you low key have, have to. Yeah, you low key have to. That's what I think. But I, I guess, guess you have to be smart with like just stay headstrong. Yeah, just stay headstrong. Stay smart. Um, read the contract. You know yeah. what I mean. People read your contract read because contract. honestly, honestly, I don't understand how people are. I mean. I say that. I was in a contract. <laughs> really? I read it, but I didn't really understand it. So I kind of was reading it and mm. I was just like, I mean, I was young, so right. let's blame it on that. Fair and enough. I kind of just skimmed and I was like, I don't really understand what this means. Signed it and then I was just like, huh. And then later on, I had to go to like a, a lawyer like and a paralegal, had to yeah. like get some help. Because I was like, I can't get out. Yeah, this. yeah. That's honestly, yeah, as long as you as long as you just read it and just figure yeah. out. People be smart. It's, you know? There's a lot of people out there that really are just trying to use you. They will rinse you. Mm-hmm. That's and the especially way. when you have talent and you do it all yourself. Yeah. People will try and just, you know. Yeah. I've, everything. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, it's, it's about, it's finding the line between like being too cautious and like, um, I guess, opening up to help essentially because there have been you know there have been times i'm not trying to like you know brag or anything like that but i have been contacted a few times by some people just just a couple of times don't want to i don't want to like say too like too (laughs) big of a thing but it's just like um i have been because you don't but the thing is you don't know who's contacting you so you're just like man who i don't even know what you can like loki really do for me so it's just like um are you always literally like no like it's t- it's tough because I mean it's a it's a fear. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to get into something that might damage what I'm trying to get to. Do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. It Loki is a little bit of a trepidation type thing. Um, I guess being approached by someone or something who is a little bit more established might help because it's tough to like weed out the good ones from the bad ones. You have no idea mm-hmm. until you essentially experience what they've got in store for you. So, um, it, yeah, it is kind of tough. I wouldn't mind being signed though. I wouldn't mind it. Um, as long as it's, yeah, as long as it's a good thing and it can help me. I I I think it can, it can happen. And I think if it's going to happen, it will happen in an organic way. Yeah. You know, know, the path has been set. Like you'll know when it's like. I think, yeah, I think you'll know. You'll be like, all right, cool. I think this is. When you know, when you know, you know. When you know, you know. Honestly, it's true. So your first EP was 2018. So how Mm -hmm. many kind of projects since then have you dropped? So I had, yeah, I had that um, one in in 2018. That was like a six track EP. um, Very, very conceptual. And then since then I dropped another EP um, in 2020. Mm-hmm. In literally at the start of the pandemic, oh, it was a uh, yeah the panorama. You know what I mean? Um, I wasn't not ready for that. I was literally about to get in motion to start doing things, and oh, then oh, and then that happened. Miss Rona came in. Miss Rona knocked said, on the door. Uh, you and thought, said you wrong. yeah, I don't know about that one. So it's like yeah, so so that one dropped in 2020, but um, that one was also really interesting. It was called Way to Go. Way to go. Um, and that one, yeah, is a bit. It has a little bit more of a concept, but it's way more nicer sounding. And nicer, um, <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? Like the the other one was like, well, the first one dark. was really, it was dark, really conceptual, really strange. It was like okay. not. I wouldn't say it was the easiest listen because okay. it was just me literally being 
completely like my thought when i made that was this is the sickest thing i've ever heard in my life like if people ever heard this like the thing is a genius <laughs> like low-key um so i had to like basically get past that and think bro no one's really gonna listen to that like past how it actually sounds mm-hmm. i remember kendrick said something um when he was around the like to pimp a butterfly era um and he basically said yeah you can put a message in your music but if the music don't sound good, no one's going to really want to listen to the message. So I really had to take that on board and think, do you know what? I'm putting messages in the music, but people really want to listen to the music. Um, let me try and make it a little bit more palatable. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was essentially, you know what I mean? A little bit more of an easy listen. So this was my attempt at that was that EP. Um, and that was, 28, that was 2020. Okay. Yeah. And then that's the last like project. That was the last like yeah. proper project. Then there was like two singles after that, but... Okay. But 2022, new thing. What we got project wise? I want to know. Well, I mean, okay, let me think. Well, I've got so the single that just dropped yesterday. Um, obviously, I can say that it's from an upcoming EP. Exciting. Um, and I'm not gonna show the title yet. What? But You're, this is talking tea. You have to share the tea. You're right. You know what? I will <laughs> share the tea. I'll share it for you. Um, yes, I don't think you're gonna cave. <laughs> I'll cave. I'll cave. I'll cave. So the EP is called stories from elsewhere um stories from elsewhere and it's kind of it's kind of framed as um a similar kind of um narrative to way to go wherein it's more of a journey kind of thing but it's um essentially about um kind of dreams and narratives that you might paint yourself or aspirations that you might have um that you might think you would miss out on if you didn't take opportunities and things like that and essentially very very rooted in FOMO and what ifs and things mm-hmm. like that um, that might give you a little bit of anxiety if you ever sit and thought about man what if I miss this and now if I were to change this about myself you know things like that um, and just gathering all of those thoughts and all of those stories mm. um, and putting them together and essentially thinking what can we learn or gain from all of these kind of stories or um, fables that we tell ourselves about how our life might go and how can we process those and maybe either take those on board or say, do you know what? Forget that. I just want to do me. So interesting. I really like that. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many songs? Uh, It's, it's five songs. It's five oh, songs. You're like hesitating. It's um, five songs. It's five songs. I can t- okay. What, what I will tell you: there's there's two more singles dropping this year, and then oh, and then the and EP then the will EP. drop. Yeah. Okay, so you've got Fine Piece anytime. We've got two more coming. Yeah. And then the EP. Then the EP. So Fine Piece anytime. Obviously, just drops every month. Make sure you go. You heard it. Make sure you Run go it stream up. it. Run it you up. had a lyric video, right? That dropped today. Yes, it dropped today. That's on YouTube. Okay. What is your YouTube? It's just um, Simon A. Uh, with a full stop at the end. With a full stop. Yeah, you got to find that full stop. Or else you definitely <laughs> want to find me. I will get hidden behind Simon and Garfunkel yeah. immediately. That's my main aim. I just want to get big enough to be Simon above and Simon and Garfunkel. That's going to be hard though because they've been around for a long time. They've been there for a while yeah. and people are saying, I don't know about that one. I'm like, do you know what? I'm not trying to hit it right now. Like, I'm going to do that. I just want to be the first we Simon. We need to get man. Simon A to the top. The top Simon. Get me to the top yeah. Simon, man. Like, I only know one, I only know one other Simon in my life and low-key bell but <laughs> low-key no i just want to yeah so that's the i i just want to yeah so you can find me on youtube but and then yeah. so you've got the lyric video but then it's a video video there, there will be an actual video Ooh, coming yes. 
working on that. I've shot majority of it. I think I need to get like a few more shots, but um, it's I like I like working and editing and things like that. So are you editing yourself? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you film it yourself? Yes. (laughs) Wow, guys, he produces, he raps, he sings. He films, he edits. I mean, is there anything you can't do? I can't. I don't know. What can I not do? Oh, but the fact you had to think, you were like. I tell you, I tell you what I can't do. I can't. I can't bloody eat on time because it's hard to eat on time. Yeah, it's hard to get like food in on time. Like dinner time is always messed up for me. Schedules. Just stupid times. Like I don't know. Like what did I eat yesterday? I ate dinner at like like. Thing is, I got distracted in the middle of it. I was like, I started eating at like maybe eight thirty, and then I got distracted yeah. by something. Then I, I looked at the clock and I had soup, and I looked at the clock and it was eleven thirty. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna eat that no more. Like, it's too late. I need to go to bed now. <laughs> I love that this is like the one thing you can't do. Just the human I can't stuff. Eat just on just the human stuff. Like, like it's it's just hard to be a human. Man. I, wanna... I mean, that's a very okay thing to not be able to do. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I suppose eating on time. But you could easily just. You know, maybe today. Have you eaten yet? Not dinner. Not dinner. Yeah. Mm, maybe try and eat like around. Well, by the time we finish here and you get home, I don't know. I, mean, I, yeah, like I, I sound like a mum. I'm literally. <laughs> maybe today you should eat on. Time. Yeah, yeah, I'll tr- I'll try. Like, after eleven, your body's not going to digest that. I understand. It's very bad. I understand. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you really do do a lot. I can't believe you do it yourself. Like, but how do you film? yourself i do you know do you know what it is i'll tell you it's literally out of um like out of necessity because it was essentially i don't i never knew anyone who could help me with that and i didn't want to pay anyone to help me with it so i just thought might as well just learn how to do it myself Mm -hmm. or pretty much everything that i do i just was just like i mean mixing mastering i don't know a mixer or, or engineer or mastering mastering engineer let me just learn how to do it mm. i did as i said i did study film so i was already filming and did photography beforehand so i already had experience with all of that um but yeah it was just pretty much just me thinking i mean i might as well do it like and then just gaining Amazing. all those skills you did know you I mean? have help or you literally are just a one man uh, youtube was a help yeah. YouTube was a big help for me, but no, yeah. So it was it was YouTube, and then maybe th- people telling me things about things I might be able to do, um, speaking to other artists, speaking to you know people in the music industry, um, hearing what the, hearing their advice and things they might have to say, yeah, taking that on board and applying that in my route, basically. I mean, just talented because <laughs> I think it takes so much talent to just do all of those things and to actually do it at a good level. So I'm really, really excited to see the um, the video. I'm excited to share it. I can't it. wait. Yeah, it should do be Do we really have cool. an idea of when it might be done? Oof, yeah, no, I, I can't really tell you. I, I, can t- I know that it will drop before the next single. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. And that next single will be in uh, two, three months' time, so... So we gotta wait. Sometimes making before us that, wait. That's the that's the juice. That's where it gets interesting. Okay. Gotta keep so we gotta wait for the video. But everyone, you can check out the song and check out. We're gonna play a couple of your other songs. You've mm-hmm. got a lot of music out there, and I love 
it's just a vibe. <laughs> As I say, guys, like honestly, if you just want vibey, vibey music, then you need to listen to Simon A. Mm. So we're gonna have a little interview, play a couple of his tracks, and then we're gonna come back because we've still got the talk of the day. You know, it's just talking tea. Mm-hmm. So the talk of the day is gonna be very juicy. Are you ready for the talk of the day? Absolutely. Okay, but this is we're gonna play your song. This is Grace. Mm-hmm. So when when did this drop? This one was um well, this one dropped in November 2019, okay. and it was in the build up to that second EP there way to go this is the first thing I dropped I love it okay let's get into it wow Time could tell the boy left tracks. Did you eat them up? Mm-hmm. All I see is blue or shell. Hey, his holy books looking kind of beaten. He sees them this season. Is anyone even there? Hey, cause all he needed was some company. Company, all that on heaven's grace. That boy is losing faith. Among the places and faces he's never seen He says it's to be queen Just in his reach All he needed was some company Company All that was heaven's face That boy is losing faith Among the places and faces he's never seen It's funny just to dream That's all he Buckling down, it's getting warmer around them white surroundings. We might never know what does she need to be to make him satisfied. Will anyone gratify? Hey, it's holy books looking kind of beaten. He sees them, no reason. Hey, is anyone even there? Cause all he needed was some company. All that on heaven's grace That boy is losing faith Among the places and faces he's never seen He sees us to be clean Just in his reach Now all he needed was some company Company All that on heaven's grace That boy is losing faith Among the places and faces he's never seen It's funny just to dream That's all he needed
it said this one's on me wow
just wish it was a business that left us like a did. That left us like a did. That mean you can revisit. I'm in your place of business, looking for my escape. Young, young is my escape. Now I can say that I tried. Just pray for me, they would just pray for me, they wouldn't pray for me. 
Just took an L upon entry. They were looking at me like sentry. I just tried to do what they told me. Only way I see this thing holding. Searching the platinum for easy clown. I didn't think I get large amount. Tired 
two rooms to get a larger house. Could be cat things and they show me how. Complacent, you're complacent now. Complacent, you're complacent. You're complacent, I could tell you how. This figure you're chasing don't remain. Everything's resolved. This dream you're facing. If my dream were human, it'd be gone. I chased all around. That wasn't for you anyway. Yeah. And I'd have told you anyway. Yeah. If you had asked me anyway, yeah. I would have told you everything. She's got a boyfriend anyway. Yeah. And find another one anyway. Yeah. And you keep telling me that's fishy. Yeah, I ain't picking up anything. Yeah, and you will get lost in the backland if you can't relate. The trends are set up and you back them when you're tidy, mate. I feel the pressure to be 24-7 nights I see myself more than my very own bed at night alone Is it for me or for the watchers? Well, I hope you're lucky You can see I'm doing this for your content Looking to live my best So that you think you are complacent You're complacent now Complacent, you're complacent You're complacent I can tell you how This heavy you're chasing Don't remain Everything's resolved. It's in love you're facing. If my love with you, when it begun, I chase all around. It wasn't for you anyway. And I told you anyway. If you would ask me anyway, I would have told you everything. She's got a boyfriend anyway. I'll find another one anyway. Talking tea on Mott's Live. I'm still joined by the amazing Simon A. Hello, hello. Thank you again for joining me today. Thank you, thank you again for having me. And I hope everyone enjoyed just listening to some of your music because it's just a vibe. Yeah. I don't know. How many times can I say vibe in this interview? <laughs> I'm like, guys, keep track of it's, how many times I say it. It's never enough. <laughs> it's, it's never enough. Never it's enough. never enough. Yeah. Okay, so as I said, we got talk of the day mm-hmm. because it's talking tea. So, today's talk of the day is a very interesting topic. Mm -hmm. Something that has happened this week. And it is Tim Westwood. You disgusting man. Oof, oof, oof. Yeah. (laughs) So, you said before you don't actually know, or you didn't know about the story. Yeah, so I I didn't really like 
I heard a little bit of it, like an okay. inkling or like a little headline, but I don't actually know the full extent of what's going on. But I'm mm-hmm. just hearing Tim Westwood. Yeah. Not very good. Not stuff good at there. all. I mean, so if you don't know who Tim Westwood is, he's a DJ. He is. He's a very old DJ. He plays a lot of like urban music, I guess. And he has done a lot in terms of like kind of playing a lot of, you know. He has put guess, a lot of people music. on. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy is like 64 years old. And yeah. he likes going to uni, like, freshers weeks and hitting on young women. Mm. And it's one of them things where it's like, everyone knows he's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Like, it was like a comical thing almost. Like, oh, Tim Westwood, like, he's here, like, watch out. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> but, and that's the thing. It's like, we always make a joke out of things until it's like, it's not a joke anymore. Yeah. So, basically, seven women, seven black women have come forward saying... um, I think accusing him of sexual, I think sexual misconduct Mm. um, and basically abusing like his position to kind of like against them. Yeah. Um, Ranging from, I think it was 92 to like uh, 2017. Yeah, so about 20 years. A long, 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 long time. Pretty much. So I just think it's very, very interesting as actually like a documentary being made. And I'm really here for it. Really? Who's who's making the documentary? I think it's BBC Three. Really? That sounds like a big Channel 4 vibe. That's quite interesting, that BBC. Yeah. I feel like it's just interesting. So it's not just like, okay, these women have just come out and it's just like out. Yeah. It's like they're actually like really going in depth behind it. It's a full Tinder swindler. It's a full thing. And I'm just interested because everyone, yeah, knew this guy was a creep. Mm. And they were just letting him get away with it. Oh, man, it's such like... I don't want to like say the he who shall not be named, but it's like it's such Harvey Weinstein energy, mm-hmm. like just him going about. Because I remember I saw a video um, of like some sort of award ceremony, like pre-show or something like that from 2013, um, and it was this. Um, do you know who Seth MacFarlane is? Mm, yeah, it was Seth MacFarlane then, and also Emma Stone were presenting some sort of an, uh, some sort of something, and then Seth MacFarlane made a joke about Harvey Weinstein. Um, basically pretty much doing what he really? what it was revealed that he was doing but yeah. way early and then like the laughs in the crowd were just kind of like aha oh Ooh, like it was tentative <sighs> and I it, hate that because then it's like everyone really knows and no one everyone knows know, everyone knew anything. that's the thing it's just mm. like man it was just so like everyone knew it was, I was like, oh my god like you're just kind of like oh and that's the thing with Tim West was like he was just allowed to get away with it. Yeah, like, allowed to just be this person, just abuse his power, just because of his so position many, for twenty odd years. Yeah, and I think especially to like because they were so young. But he's one of them people who he will go after young women mm. who are legal. So it's that whole thing of them being like seventeen, eighteen. So legally, in terms of kind of like a rape situation. It can't be classed as that. Yeah, skirting the law. For, like, in terms of, like, age, I mean. So yeah. Like, obviously, if you were to have sex with a 15-year-old, it's straight away rape, Ridiculous, regardless. yeah. Whereas the fact that he's doing it to, like, 17, 18, it's, like... It he just made it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think, oh, people that do that are just so calculated. It's, yeah, oh, man, it's so... It's, it's such an interesting... I really don't even understand what goes into yeah because mm. the way yes it's really interesting that he's calculated enough to think all right cool young women but also the law and mm-hmm. it's like because normally you'd think um you know a lot of like predators they have an urge that 
it goes beyond the law and they really just don't mm. they're not able to like control it like that so it's really interesting this this facet of yeah i mean i'm you know he's being a little bit weird but also legally weird and it's just like how do you proceed really and truly what's the next steps because mm. technically he's, he's within like you know he's not breaching any yeah technically laws. technically oh, do you God. know what i mean yeah that's the worst one <sighs> but I mean, I don't know when it's coming out. I think it's coming out very soon, and I'm very, very excited to to watch it. I do want because to see I that. really want to see what is going to be said. Mm. And he's already like uh, stepped down for his role. I think was he at Capital? Capital. Or, he was Capital Extra, isn't it? Stupid, like shitty station he was at. <laughs> but he was at some station. He stepped down. He wasn't even fired. He just steps down. He had. He took it. He's like, you. You can't fire me. I quit. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like everyone thing. knew everyone knew of his behaviour like it was kind of like a like a running joke about him and it, it mm. does kind of make me sad like that it was like people just took it so lightly of his predatory behaviour yeah they knew he was like a predator yes yeah, it's, it's so it's so tough because it's like I guess well that was the well that was the whole Me Too movement it was just basically shattering that kind of I mean, you know, let him get away with it because blah. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I think it might be a little bit important to, I guess, hold people accountable, maybe? Yeah, like, maybe. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Can, can we do that, please? If you're doing weird stuff, I guess you can get called out for being weird, question mm-hmm. mark. It's like... So basically, yeah. we're doing a big F you to Tim Westwood. Yeah. I really hope this ends his career because he needs to be in jail, but you know we how the legal system is mm. if anything can he just go away forever man yeah. i'm really hoping something else comes from it not just the documentary comes out and then he just is cancelled you know and mm. can't gig and stuff like no i think i think it always happens like that it's always like people put their stories out and then people find themselves in those stories and things like that it's like when um uh, the Tinder swindler came out, mm. and people were like, "Me, me too." Like I've also had people be weird to me on Tinder, and it was just like the Tinder swindler. The Tinder swindler. I loved. You know, I watched it twice. Did you watch it twice? Hilarious. I thought it was so funny. It, I'm not gonna lie. I laughed. I was just like, the thing is, yeah. I don't want to say. Um, I don't. Wanna, I don't want to be that kind of guy. But the women in the show. It's fine. I mean, I can probably say more than you, but the woman. <laughs> They're not the smartest. You know Some of like the first one, bless her. I know. I feel like I was. She just was really like, living in a fantasy world. It's like I was like, honey, come on, wake up. You went on a private jet with his ex and his baby. Yeah. The minute you just met him. Yeah, and then she said, "I love you," and it's oh, like, God. are you cool? I, I felt bad. I was like, oh, maybe I'm just like so cold-hearted. I would have been like. Thanks. Yeah. Someone said that to me. They don't know me. <laughs> My thing is this though, it's kinda of tough though, because he he wasn't lying. He was just like, he, yeah, I've got a private jet. He showed yeah. up with the private jet. He booked the thing at the restaurant. At this point you're just kinda of like I mean, it's real, I guess. Yeah. It's like, I have to take him for his words. If he's saying I'll get you get you on a private jet, you might be like I just feel like it's so like now he's doing like club appearances, I think, in like Yeah, he got out of the- jail. And then he basically was able to watch that documentary and then be and like, And now he's yeah, just living his best life. He was but on I Instagram. I think he's wanted for like something in Spain. He is in, yeah, in Spain. He is wanted in Spain, yeah. But for sure. I feel like, okay, because so everyone's like, oh, he hasn't done anything like wrong for him to go to jail. But like in terms of the women, I don't think he actually has. Because they willingly gave him the money. So I don't yeah, think he can some actually... of them were giving big bags. Big, I stupid love, bags. I was just like... 
She said, uh, uh, he said, I need, I need 20K. My enemies are my after enemies me. And she said, cool. Hey, I have to take out another loan. And she then it's like, like, okay. I guess. Like, if you're taking out a loan for a man, like reevaluate your life. Ridiculous. Please. Ridiculous. But, um, oh, I was going to say, so he's now, so I guess what he can be done for is, uh, I guess, fraud and like uh, impersonating so yeah. like he obviously has fake passports and oh, like for sure. using fake documents and stuff. Like yeah, because he claimed he was the son of that diamond. Yeah, so I'm like, is that enough to at least get him away for like a good couple of years? Not like yeah, because he was in whatever, prison. Like, how long it was? It was like a couple. Yeah, of it was months a couple of months. And he got out on good behaviour. It's like mm, okay. I feel like okay, the Hinder Swindler is yeah, but I think I love that. <laughs> the, the film was. It was, was actually good. it was done so well, it and it just good. made me just so glad that I was. I'm not these women. Yeah. <laughs> women out yeah. there, don't be giving, don't be giving your money. I know, man. It's like we're on Tinder. Like, Mm-mm. come on, man. I mean, don't even meet people on Tinder. I'm sorry. You think? I'm joking. <laughs> it's tough, man. I'm not a, a hater, but it, dating tough. apps are very rough. You think? Well, yeah, it's tough. Um, it's, it's very rough out there. It is. It, it can be. <laughs> it can be. It can be. So another story mm-hmm. is also Twitter. Elon Musk. Elon Musk has bought Twitter for forty-five billion or forty-four billion. Forty-five billion. Yeah. Dollars. It was. Do you know where it started? It was a. Um, I don't remember what it was. Somebody tweeted something. And then Elon, Elon, I think must have tweeted something. And Elon, he said, it sounds so funny. Elon, Elon's Elon. yeah, Elon is a crazy name as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, Elon. He really like it's really singular name. Isn't they call their baby like a? Oh, it's or like yeah, some like letters that aren't English. <laughs> like people really take the mic on Twitter. I mean, if I was a billionaire, I think I'd probably do the same. Yeah, but it, it wasn't even him. It was Grimes. Grimes is the That's one his who's partner. Yeah, ex, I think, ex partner. Uh, okay. But yeah, she's the like Loki weird one. So really, she was the one who was like, "We're gonna name our baby Xelon." And he was like, "Okay, okay, I guess." Yeah, man, whatever, bro. I got money to make, you know. But no, so he it all started from some tweet in 2017, basically. Uh, so Elon must have tweeted something then someone in his replies just said you should buy Twitter and then he was like how much does it cost and then the, as a joke and then he's actually done it now for real I but just can't believe like well I never even thought about who actually owns Twitter yeah like you know it, you just don't even think like oh it's like one or two people that actually own the whole like it's a stock thing and it? it's a stocks thing so it's got shares and i think he just oh. bought majority shares so now essentially he is oh okay you know what i mean owner I of the yeah because i'm like oh that sounds so confusing yeah i guess he just bought but then does that mean he can literally just do what he wants with it i think because he's now essentially because he bought majority of the shares i think he should be at the top of the board so he would have final say he could or be like i don't know i feel like they, i would bring in some mad like something on it like oh on it. <laughs> i think yeah no for sure he did say something that he wants the dms encrypted so that, i think oh. that's that's quite good because the dms aren't really encrypted like whatsapp or anything like that so okay. people can I just mean, hack your you know what i mean yeah. but then people on twitter are just twitter is just hilarious place twitter people are just wild. i mean i don't even have twitter because i think if i had it i'd be on it way too much it can encompass your a yeah. lot of your day and but... i think i have enough of like instagram so i'm like yeah inst- i do think like i'm missing out because some people are like it's hilarious. And you Twi- so Twitter's, many, the, like, Twitter's the funny, funny one. Things. Yeah, a lot of the memes for Instagram come from come Twitter. From so Twitter. I was just mm. like, you know what? Let me just go on Twitter and experience the memes first. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> just get the memes first. I literally, someone was sending me a meme as a, I saw this three days ago. Like, 
Instagram's like playing catch up. Basically. Instagram is like on the lag. Do you know what I mean? But I feel so. like that's me in life. I'm kind of like behind. <laughs> I'm not on the ball of everything. I'm it's tough like- to be. It's tough to be. I only recently got on TikTok. Like, okay. Well, that's the whole. Did you whole have it the whole thing. time during? No, I was just like, I mean, I didn't know. Oh, I was just like, I'm not about to get TikTok. I was like, babies. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I guess I got a cave because it's an artist thing now. So mm. I guess it's a promotional tool. Do you use it for like to promote yourself? Like, do you sing on there or? I I do okay. I do I did I did at one point was I was on TikTok and I was like making a song a day or a song a day, um, kind of doing like Loki what Pink Panthers did um, to get you know what she basically what was her method to get huge mm. just trying it out and seeing what it was doing but she made really accessible music so um i wouldn't really say accessible but it was like a really it is kind of like a drum and bass kind of like garage type vibe that people weren't really ready for but it does really mm. well on tiktok because it's short and it's really like in your face immediately she's got the really high-pitched like baby girl voice so people are like oh my god i love it you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is this? So, but I was like, let me try and do something like that. Uh, tried it for a bit, but then now I've just moved on to pretty much just making like whatever I want on TikTok. And I feel like TikTok would be a there. great place for you because you're already like, you know how to like edit and like, I'm sure you could do some mad things. Because I had TikTok for like a very short period of time, like right at the beginning of lockdown when everyone jumped on it. Yeah. And I just found it very confusing. I was like, I can't edit anything <laughs> i was like it's too hard i would see all these like really cool stuff and i was like oh, oh yeah Jesus. people do go really hard on tiktok mm. it's, it's, it's interesting because your for you page can be filled with like such a random like diaspora of um types of content you might get mm. like one random like vi- things that's got vine energy people just like filming mm. random funny shit and then you might just get like a really elaborate like set piece TikTok of someone just doing like lights and things like that and like setting it up and it's really edited well. Like you just one after the other on your for you page just be like, wow, okay, cool. I just experienced like the whole range. And the fact that people really are making like big money. They they are but they aren't on TikTok. TikTok is TikTok is TikTok is not if you wanna if you want to make money from content, don't go on TikTok because there's no way hundred percent the way it's set up, it's like rather than essentially paying you for um like per content like you know how there's adverts on tiktok you might scroll through your for you page and then get random sponsored stuff you would think that the people who make tiktoks would get money from those adverts but they actually don't those go straight to tiktok and Uh you as a creator are limited to what is essentially i think a thing called like a, a creator pool um, where majority of people, not even all the create, not everyone who makes TikTok is in that pool, but like, pardon me, the people who are actually um, big creators have access to, I don't even know how much it is. Um, it's like, let's say it's 200 million or something like that, um, but spread across so many creators and they all essentially are given a part of it depending on how many TikToks they make or something like that. Oh, God. That so sounds like, extremely long. It sounds very, very long. Wow. And I thought it was kind of like just like Instagram, like you get paid to like nah. post something from you, like You can get sponsorship things. Like yeah, that. but you'd have to be stupid. You'd have to be like, what's the girl's name? Uh, Charlie D'Amelio or, or Addison Ray. hilarious how she's like, is she the most followed person on TikTok? It's either her or Addison Ray, I think. And I'm One of those why? two. Bro, we know, we know why, man. <laughs> we know why. <laughs> Oh, you know to I mean. be them. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, it is it's, an it is, it's an interesting world. 
you know, the other day I literally was thinking what I could do to make what what I wouldn't do. Mm. So the reason I thought of this was because you know who Bad Baby is, of course, Fifty Two oh, OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. Here we and go. then I really was like, huh. Fifty Two million. I was like, would I? Really? <laughs> now nah, the, the thing is, yeah. Oh my god, the bag. When I saw how much she was making, I was like, oh my oh god. Oh my gosh, the bag. But man. You can go on OnlyFans and not obviously like just have naked pictures. You can put feet pics on there. Like one of my friends did that. Not really? on OnlyFans, but like back in the day. Yeah. She used to do um I don't even know where she was putting it. <laughs> but she was putting it somewhere yeah. and people were like buying I think it was on Instagram actually and like yeah, probably people then like or snap, snap to, to, be to her and then like give her like her Amazon like thingy. You just got Amazon wish list. Yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah. like that she was like, Yeah, I only did it for a little while but I made like five K and I was like, it's like in whoa. like a short time that like, she did it and I was yeah. like Huh. Okay. I could use extra 5k. So how pretty are my feet? Yeah. Yeah. My feet are quite nice. My feet. But then I was like, oh god, the thought. Of You've got to think about what they're doing when they get them pics. It's yeah. Just, it's the whole thing. Someone. We good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Someone. Yeah. Um. Oh, like doing stuff. Over- you know what I mean on the. Ah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, what's going on? You can't even think about it. Like, what's going on, really? Yeah, it's tough. You actually can't think about it. It's so tough. You know, you just, you can't, you just shouldn't. You just gotta think about a bag if you're doing that. You gotta think about the bag. You just gotta think about a bag. You gotta think. Because you don't even, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of girls on there who are, who might be posting um, nudes and things like that, but they don't have their face in it. Mm -hmm. So they're completely unrecognizable. And I guess that doesn't really matter because whoever buys the OnlyFans doesn't really need the face. They just want the, you know what I mean? But, um, Part of me wants to see someone's OnlyFans just to see what. Uh, yeah, I've no, I don't even have the app. I don't know what. It yeah, looks like. I don't have it either. I, I, I feel have like no it's idea. Just weird. Yeah. But I kind of want to go on someone's and just see. But then you'd have to pay, obviously. Like. My thing is, it's <laughs> tough because yeah, for, there's there's some free ones, but my thing is, it's so tough because you're thinking like you're subscribing to someone's individual OnlyFans for a set subscription price, but you can access so much other stuff, so much varied stuff for like either a fraction of the price or for free yeah and you're just like what's the incentive to buy one person's thing for like 7.99 a month people are like, weird like people are so weird man like i honestly don't know what you could be seeing on there that is worth something that is free you know what i mean you can get anything is the internet free. like access like you can literally see anything yeah you and, can see anything yeah. like, maybe I think sometimes people do want that kind of like exclusive feel like the feel of yeah. like, like looking at something that not everyone can see yeah you're right I guess because I guess it's, it's it's like marketed as yeah you can only find it here mm-hmm. so you might be like oh, I gotta get behind that paper yeah but if you do that that's a very weird mindset to have I think it's yeah I think it's <laughs> I think it's interesting I think it's interesting that people would pay for that it's yeah. interesting but I mean maybe I'm gonna try and find something that I can do OnlyFans for like yeah because people don't don't even, people yeah, Jason like, Derulo joined the OnlyFans just do like. I think there was a girl who was just like cooking on there or something. A man. Or like showing little like cooking videos. Yeah. And I was like, I could do that. Yeah, only fans. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Literally. And that's the thing, I don't think it started as like a. It, yeah, it did. It was, it was. Thing. No, yeah. And then at one point, do you remember where they were just like, we're going to like stop the sexual content? Did they? they? At one point, I think it was last year, they were like, we're going to actually like stop. And then everyone was like, idiots. 
Are you foolish? What do you think you're doing? That's the majority they of your were base. Like, well, no one's gonna use. Yeah, it. it's like now your app is gonna die. Like, are you? So did they attention? say that and then they just like? They said that and then they back. revoked it completely because <laughs> I don't know who gave them the idea. Well, I think we could, we might be able to. Like, they they were probably thinking. Yeah. I think we might be able to like we're big they enough now. We might be able to stop it. And then they were it's like, not gonna happen. That's like majority of your user base, mm. brother. Like, what do you think? So we do have a section on this show. It's a new section. Well, we introduced it last time, mm. and it's called Don't Do It. Don't do it. Don't do it. Come on. Have you seen that Nicki Minaj meme? She's like, don't do it. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen it. <laughs> but we've kind of already talked about the don't do it. Because the don't do it was going to be what you would, what is like the limit you would do in terms of like your career. Right. So say if someone was like, okay, so we want you to work with like an artist that like you hate. Yeah. Like, you actually despise them. But they want you to do a track together, and that artist is, like, a big, big artist. Like, that could level, like, that could make you, like... Really? Yeah. Well, what, okay, well, why don't I like them? Is it because I don't like their music, or Okay, they, so uh... give me, like, who... Is there an artist that you think of when you think, okay, something I don't like, someone I don't like? Oof. I don't, I don't know. I'm... I'm quite liberal, like... Oh. <laughs> there's not really... There are... I mean, there's, there's, there's few artists where I'd be like... Turn that off right now. Okay, who it's, would it... I'm trying to think. I couldn't even imagine. Um, no, it is actually hard. To it is hard because I'm quite I'm quite easy it. going. Like, okay, maybe like a celebrity. Maybe not just a musician. Someone uh, who just like, oh. But they were like, we want you to work with them and they really like your music and they want to like do something with you i literally i couldn't even say i don't even know you know what i've had i've had i've had i've had like aspirations i want to work with some musicians who i think aren't reaching their full potential like really big musicians like who like have you heard of nav i feel like i've heard of them but i don't no he's just he's just this um he's this guy who can he makes trap music but the trap music is so boring but he's huge it doesn't make any sense it's like the, i thought you were gonna say bomb like it no was, no like, no <laughs> the trap music is boring as hell and it's like he's robotic on the song it's like not even human it's like so formulaic the nah, flows that he has are really like yes yeah, like well oh my god i don't know but i would love to work with him and then just like build him up like make him actually just, make, a good just give him give him a platform where he can actually do something <laughs> i would want to do the same thing with drake loki i like yeah. i like drake but i just feel like drake is just he's he's i feel like he's lost the the passion to do anything when was his last project i don't even remember it was it was like that was it september last year it was um celebrity mm. celebrity certified lover boy Oh yeah, and it was that one. That it was, was very boring. Quite <laughs> not the best thing, and it's just like I feel like I skipped half of it. Probably even more than half. Like I listened to it obviously, but like if I was to go back and listen to it now, yeah, I would li- listen to like five songs. Facts. Yeah. That's majority of Drake albums. There's like 22 songs. You're only going back yeah. to five. It's like, bro, I it's would, just, I would craft many. you like. I could make. I could because the thing is, yeah, that he, you can see, he has potential. Like he has potential to do something way more. Um, significant than what he's doing but he seems to be just like skating by on the fact that basically he's Drake and he yeah. can just be chill he's definitely got to that point yeah where he, he knows he's Drake he knows he can just he can just do, do whatever like whatever. nothing the minimal amount of effort the bare like, minimum because there's some songs like on even on that latest album it's the first song is um, Champagne Poetry and that song is really good I remember when I first heard that song I was like oh my god I feel like this album might 
actually be I, I didn't I walked into <laughs> it like, thinking I was like I think this I was like literally walked into this is just a Drake album let me just check this out and then and then that song played I was like hold on mm. and then the next song was Pappy's Home and I was like okay yeah you were like no. it's, it's nice it's then nice. it was Girls One Girls One From and I'm like oh, okay yeah. <laughs> okay then it's dead fair enough yeah no that that song okay. yeah it's that whack then again. fair enough okay so. so you don't have a zone to it yeah no what it. it yeah no I would I would want I would be it would even be an incentive for me. I'd be like, do you know what? I feel like I can work with this person as long as they. I just as long as they're not a bitch. Do you know what I mean? Like as long as they're not an mm-hmm. awful person. If they don't, if they make music that I might not necessarily like, um, you can make them better. I could. I, I, I could. It would be an interesting combination of vibes, I guess. That would. Um, yeah, I guess it would just be interesting. But it, as yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't work with anyone who's a little bit of a. An annoying, annoying human being. human being. Do you know what I mean? Who is like your top number one artist? I actually know. Give me like a number top three artists that you want to work with. Oh my god, who do I want to work with? Um, I mean, I man, Kendrick. Yes. <laughs> I love. I don't know. The thing is, he's got he's got an album dropping soon. Oh, right? I'm so excited! I cannot wait for that. If it disappoints me, I literally am low key scared. I'm not gonna lie. I that is like, the thing when you get an artist so big that that you love so much. It is almost like a. You just like. Oh, am I gonna like and it? hopefully it's like, it's like not dead. <laughs> it's like oh my gosh, man. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, no, Kendrick would be great to work with. I can see that because I think, be yeah, I think I don't know. I I think we might mesh quite well on the way we approach concepts and like mm-hmm. um, song structure and things like that. I think it would be quite an interesting vibe. Um, I would love to work with James Blake. Ooh. He's he's low key like he lives like here in my heart. Like, really, like whenever I make like it's like if I'm making a song, it's like James Blake just comes out like he's just James there. He's Blake, like Blake, yeah, he's like a blueprint for me. Like when I when I think of the kind of artist I would want to be, okay. I would be it, it would be his position. Okay, so it'd be oh yeah, Kendrick. I'd, oh, I'd, I'd love to work with Tame Impala as well. Oh, I don't like, know who that is. Tame Parler, Kevin, Kevin Parker, um, this Australian Australian lad. Um, Wait, Kevin Parker is 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 a guy, and yeah. he's his project, like his musical project, is called Tame Impala. Okay, um, but he makes really like he's like really like bait, like people. He's the kind of artist who people who know music listen to really? and say they are like I'm really like a music head like okay. I listen to Tame Impala like but obviously he makes good music but he's like really bait low key um, okay. but I would love to work with him because I think he's the type of music he makes is really cool um, are there so many did you say top three yeah there was just three. I mean you yeah. can you can throw in another if you want I mean there's, there's a, I mean these are really big artists though like yeah is there anyone more kind of low low key uh, or me, maybe like not yeah. Big that you're like, I could actually. Yeah, I mean, I don't, who's who's really accessible? There's so many. The thing is, there's um, there's so many people like local, like in London, mm-hmm. who would be really interesting to work with. Um, there's you know a lot of R and B, um, or like soul people about who, I think I might mesh quite well with, who might be a, a little bit low key kind of big. Like there's a, a girl called Olivia Dean, mm-hmm. who um. I would love to work with. Um, we're also from the same from the same town, to be honest. So that'd be quite interesting. But um, yeah, so many local people. Just about. Um, Have you done any like collaboration with a female 
I haven't. Artist. I haven't. I could really see that. I I, I could really. The thing really is, see I doing that. I would want to. I would really really want to because I I Loki sing like a girl. <laughs> like no, but you definitely have yeah all the riffs. And I like I go for it. Voice, like, yeah, it's really. I feel like your voice with like a female voice could sound so beautiful yeah together. i would love to do like a duet or something yeah, like that yeah like really a really cool. vibey duet oh, yeah God, vibey you know because the thing that's just we were talking about this low-key like the, the music i make is quite um it's a really like a, a strong kind of type of music whereas the music i would l- like to listen to would be way more um easygoing or mm-hmm. like something that i might like to put on to either like sing along to or rap along to or um maybe put on in the background Mm. and i do listen to a lot of like um just soulful music like really like low-key easy vibes um i might not make that because i guess that's just not really what i aim towards but i like to listen to it a lot so it'd be really interesting to actually make that vibe Mm. um with someone who is low-key a little bit more experienced in that vibe because I guess I'm not really, I make some really I strange music. I definitely can see that. I'm going to put that out there as something. That put the I, energy out there. That's going to happen. You're going to find an amazing artist. Manifest. To work with. Manifest but the ones that it. you've worked with so far, um, have you worked with like another male R&B? I, I haven't worked with another male R&B. I have worked with a, um, a rapper mm-hmm. um, from Sheffield. His name is Otis Mensa, um, who actually, he has a show in Sheffield on the 7th of May and I'm going to be there. Oh, um, there's a lot of people around in Sheffield. So everybody in Sheffield, come through. Or close. I don't know what's close to Sheffield. But we're in Manchester, boy. So, oh, okay. You know, up there. I'm so bad at like geography. Wow. It's tough. It's tough, especially in England. You have no idea where everything, everything yeah. is. But all like, every, as long as it's not London, it's up north. Up north. That's, that's <laughs> all I know. It's either north or the Midlands. Like, that was sick know. though. So Sheffield, 7th of May. Yes. What uh, venue is it? The venue's called Network. Network. It's a network in the Sheffield City Centre. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, I worked with him. I made like a song that I haven't released, but um, he is a really good like underground rapper. Um, and he basically fell on my radar because he did an interview with me and then I found out that he was an artist. So I was making mm-hmm. a song um, and the song was kind of about a a dream, like aspiration dream mm-hmm. so then i knew i wanted like a kind of rap verse like i knew i wanted to make a song in a style of like you know frank um uh, frank ocean's uh, pink matter mm-hmm. when it's, it's frank ocean and then andre 2000 yeah. comes in so i wanted to do a song kind of like that like i'm going off at the start about whatever and then it kind of transitioned more into a, a rap verse and then I, I had otis jump on and i was like i just had one cr- request and i was just like can you like play the dream in your rap verse and he was like say no more and then the next day he sent me the verse and i was like this is fantastic you really done it well and obviously you can spit really good so um i did i do i do i did work with him yeah not i haven't really worked with too many people but it is an aim i would love to produce for other people as well Mm. that'd be really yeah i was actually gonna ask if you've done that before i haven't i haven't haven't. i really i would love to i would love to you need to you need to like promote yourself as a I, mean, I guess you're trying to promote yourself. Maybe you have like a different identity. Have your like I producer guess. identity. Yeah, it's, then it's have interesting. Your it's like interesting because in like Pharrell. That's true. That's true. <laughs> or I mean, there's so many artists who, like, for example, James Blake produces for other people as well, okay. and he just does it under James. Or like Tyler the Creator might make a beat for someone else, and you immediately know it's a Tyler beat. Mm. You know what I mean? So 
I guess yeah, you it's, need to like really promote yourself because I feel like so many artists would want to have a beat from you. I would, I mate. I guess I'd need to. Yeah, I want to get a little bit on the radar first before I start As going. Artist, you know what yes, I mean? And yeah. then and then people have a little bit of a recognition in the sound I have, mm-hmm. and then and then have that spread about to other people, and people might be like, "Oh my god, that sounds like a." Blah, blah, blah. That's the level you, know you want mean? to be at, isn't it? You Is like, that a... You hear a beat and you're just like, I know. I know that who made that. Sounds like a Simon that a sounds like a Simon A. That sounds like a Simon A. Me. Let me go genius. Did he produce it? <laughs> he did. He you know did. What I mean? There's uh, that kind of thing. Well, no. is that so? I guess maybe in the future, then in a couple of years. Yeah, in a, in a couple of years. Yeah. There. Where do you actually see yourself? Say in like five years' time, where would you want to be? Oof. I don't know. I guess, well, in, in five years' time, I would. I would want to be the way I see the when I see myself my aspirations in music I see myself on um like quite big stages like I really want I really would want to like do some really big performances cuz um when I see people obviously I, I mean I've been to like the O2 like Academy Brixton um so many times and I've seen people do different kind of performances there um so it'd be really really um, an aim for me to get to a point where I'm able to have, because I have so many ideas for a stage set up and things like that, to be able to get to a point where I'm able to um, do a big performance and have people kind of join in and join in on, on like a journey that I might bring them on throughout a set list and things like that um, and have the lights go crazy and do all mm. this um, and headlining festivals and things like that. that that's yeah, the, that's the big, big game. Yeah. Where's like your number one like venue oh venue Mm -hmm. oh I would want to do the O2 for sure but that's huge like you'd have to be super big to do the O2 it might happen I mean we're not going to say it could we're going to say it will manifest manifesting manifest energy in the universe it's true you got to you got to so yeah I would I would want to do the O2 that would be great but um yeah, I just want to. I just want to. Do, I want to be on big stages. I want to do some really interesting ones as well. Like Kanye West did um, in 2015. He did like a kind of. Um, I don't know if it was an anniversary or something like that, but a, a performance of 808s and Heartbreaks mm. um, at the Hollywood Bowl. And the Hollywood Bowl is a really interesting venue in um, LA, I think, because it's like half open. It's like uh, the stage bit. It's like a dome, but it's like mm. half of a dome just on top of the stage, and then the other half is just open. Um, and it's kind of like a really like classical looking, not even classical. It's really like brutalist. It's like really just stone and harsh edges and things like that. And it's mm. a cool looking venue. I'd want to play weird big shows like that. Like mm. I'd want to do a show in like a park, like not even a festival, but just like well, outdoors just in a park. In the, I mean, you could do that. <laughs> and I could, I could. I'd have to, I'd have to bring the equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, and probably yeah. like get a permit or something. You know what I mean? But yeah. Still do that. But yeah, no, I see myself on really on, on big stages. I, that's the aspiration. That's your goal. Yeah. Okay. So obviously you've got the EP. Is it EP right? It's dropping this year. This year, yeah, it's an EP. Okay. Yeah. So do you could like do you think you'll ever release a full album? Is that something you? Oh, I have think? I have plans on doing um, albums. I'll I'll say because I'm I'm quite candid with um, the way I want to approach like my career. Um, I have an idea that I only want to do seven albums um, in your lifetime yeah in throughout my career I know what they all are really yeah I know when wow. what order they're going to come in and um, and I know 
around about when I'd like them to come out. Um, but yeah, once that, once I'm done with those seven albums, I'm, I'm going to be done. You're with, done. I'm going to be like, done. Yeah. That's me finished. Thanks guys. It, yeah. It's been nice. Yeah. So, cause I just like, <laughs> I'm just thinking I'm going to get to a point where I either I'm, I'm washed up or like, I'm going to like low key fall off. And it's like, yeah. So it's just like, let me beat it to the punch and be like, cause I think, I also think that builds a little bit of momentum as well. Cause it's like, oh my gosh, it's like five out of seven. Like, but you said seven left. albums. So that, is that counting EPs? No, that doesn't count. So you EPs. could literally do like 20 EPs. I could do a few, I could do <laughs> mixtapes even, but I would know I, I'm quite, I'm quite serious in the fact that like, if after that seven, I don't think I'll release Why too much seven? music anymore. I really don't know. The, the number just kind of stuck with me. I just what thought, like? yeah, I was just like, do you know what? I like the idea of just doing cause I'd like the idea of just having a really solid discography and then not tainting that with, with, you know, trying to keep up with the times or whatever the hell, like so many artists are um, still here, like Paul McCartney. It's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, you don't want to be Paul McCartney. I don't want to be a Paul McCartney. Like, I don't want to be like an, you know, Elton John is out here making money, but I don't want to be like, still there at that age. Yeah. I really don't want to be there. I just want to drop the albums and be done like just cement and that sit back just be like you know i'm cool with it like looking at it i'm as long as i'm proud of what i've done like i don't want to mm. see a fall off i just yeah. want to look at the seven and be like you know what that's great i'm done with it now so you already have the whole thing planned uh, yeah it's just when to begin the execution really mm, yes. <laughs> so as, soon, as soon as i feel like i'm ready to start i'll um i'll i'll say but yeah, so I'm not I'm not ready to start with that journey right now. I might drop like a a few pre albums before that seven album cycle, mm. um, but yeah, once that seven starts, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven over, um, <laughs> and that's that's what's exciting to me. I like You're it. Like I'm one, two, three, four, six, seven, and over. Yeah, I like done. it. I like the fact that I'll be done with it. It's just quite exciting to me. Like it's I'm just like yeah, it's like it's gonna be done fully. It's over. Like you're like waiting. Cool. You're like hoping for the end of it. Um, it's not even the end. It's just like just building towards something complete. As long as just I, it's the fact that I know that once that I'm done with that seventh album, I'm going to be complete with the entire thing. Like I'm not going to let it drag on anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to be clinging on to things. Like I don't want any uncertainty or anything like that. It's like once I know that the seventh one is done, I'm able to sit back and think, I've completed what I set out to do, mm. and I'll be content with that. Pretty much, that's okay. the aim. I like that though. You've got the vision. Yeah. Pre-thought it out. Yeah. But it sounds like you're very much like you sit and you plan and you think about things. You're not just kind of doing like... Mm, no, nah, it's in in the early stages quite tough because obviously nothing is really secure right now. I'm kind of just... I'm pretty much just trying to get on low-key mm-hmm. as, as everyone is low-key. But um, yep. it's... At the moment, it's really just testing things out. Um, but as I said, I haven't really started on that, that seven album thing yet because that's pretty much going to start when I'm secure and ready to get going and having that and basically once the momentum is set then i'm able to do that but um at the moment it's less of a plan more of experimentation mm-hmm. um but yeah that whole the 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 career is planned out loki once, once the career is planned he's been planning it from a day yeah ready ready, ready <laughs> to execute no, once we get there yeah, we get you're there. ready you're definitely ready Oh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so it much for having me. It's been lovely talking to you and hearing all about your career Ditto. and all about the many things that you do. He's a multi-talented guy. 
<laughs> very very multi-talented so um where can everyone find you like your socials well you can find me on pretty much everything under um simon and them like it's simon and them like who, who what's he do what's he doing with them like it's like that and who's them and who is them who knows it's just simon and them like that but i think on tiktok actually i've i've I have a different name because Simon and them was taken. I think oh, on, t- on TikTok, uh, I know they're going to have to get rinsed. Mm. Like, oh, I'm going to have to <laughs> put my black air forces on. It's going to be an issue. Um, but yeah, so on TikTok, I think it's Simon and the rest of them. <laughs> oh, and so the rest. Simon and the rest of them. But and the rest. Yeah. So it's Simon and them on the socials and then pretty much just Simon A, full stop, um, on everything else. If you Google okay. that, you'll find me about google him guys simon and a to his music because his music is is amazing and he's got some stuff dropping mm-hmm. check it out for the rest of 2022 the ep will be soon mm-hmm. the video will be very soon mm-hmm. more singles just more gigs you've got gigs lined up yeah i got soon. the next one obviously sheffield yeah Any london soon nothing planned but hoping to hoping yeah. to have something in london summer will be a great time i think for like gigging i agree and i could just see uh, me in the field listening to your music (laughs) (laughs) that's the dream it's gonna happen thank you so much this has been talking to you i want to end on one of simon's songs it's entertainer because i think this was like my favorite one really yeah i really 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 like it i think i listened to it and i was just like I need to listen to it again. Ooh. I was like, and again. Mm. And we're going to play a couple more of your songs for the end of the show because he's, he's, got, he's got a lot of amazing songs and I'm just excited to see the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining me. This has been Talking Tea here on What's Live. I will be back very, very soon with another special guest. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.
with me.